the kingdom of God? Let's find out. Hello and welcome to Love and Encouragement to Live By. I'm Tammy Thompson, a Christian author under the pen name of T.S. Thompson. And you can find out all about my books by visiting my website at ts-thompson.com. And I'm Joe Heather Dodson, your Christian coach, helping you discover what God has next for your work, your ministry, and your life. Learn more about my coaching services at yourchristiancoach.net. Thanks for joining in today for your weekly dose of love and encouragement as we talk about Mark 10:15 to help deepen your Christian living. Well, this summer I was privileged to be teaching um, my son's Sunday school class at church. And one of the passages that we talked about was Mark 10:13 through 16. So in the Bible at this moment in his ministry, Jesus is teaching the crowds. The adults in those crowds are bringing their children to Jesus, and they want him to bless them. But the disciples rebuked the parents, scolding them for bothering Jesus with those children. Well, Jesus was very irritated by what the disciples did, and he told them to allow the children to come to him. He said that the kingdom of God belongs to such as these Now, there's a lot to learn in this passage, but today we're really focusing on verse 15. Here Jesus says, Truly I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God like a child will not enter it at all. Well, I believe there can be some confusion over this passage, so we're going to unpack together what it means to you and me. Tammy? Mm -hmm. Yep. There can be confusion sometimes when you mm-hmm. look at stuff, but you have to, you know, scripture interprets scripture. We talk about that all the time, you know, and this is basically a short, simple verse, right? And, um, and we see that Jesus does not hinder anyone who, who, who's trying to come to him, anyone, you know, even children who can seem out of place by other people at times, you know, you got to remember too, the way that things were, I mean, it's kind of still like that a little bit, but a lot of times children should be like seen and not heard, mm-hmm. you know? And so it's just, yeah, we're going to talk about this, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but you know, the way that the, the times were, um, so John, uh, chapter one, verse 12 and NIV says, <clears throat> yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. So we are often referred to as the children in the Bible. When you know, God talks about his children of Israel, you know, he talks about that. That's the way, I mean, he's, he's our father. He created us, right? Yeah. It's kind of like a sentimental way of looking at, you know, his creation and stuff. So we're going to dive in and definitely look at this and, and, um, because we want you to take away a, a good part of it. We want you to think, well, I don't know. I came to God as an adult. Does that mean I'm not saved? No, that's not what we're talking about. We don't want you to have that. But before we dive in, I hope you're enjoying this podcast. Um, if you want to stay stay um, in tune with us every week, we put out a podcast every Wednesday. Um, just sign up on our, on our weekly newsletter. We'll email you the podcast. Don't forget to like, share, follow, and subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And you can help us grow by partnering with us through prayer and financial support, either through our donation page on our website or by you know partnering with us and um, through a sponsor spotlight, whether that be something that you want to offer your sponsorship up for or just your favorite ministry efforts. So just reach out to us. We got all the stuff on our website. Awesome. Thank you, Tammy. 
Um, I hope you guys have grabbed your Bibles. We, we always hope you have your Bibles with you when you show up for the podcast, but you might be driving today. So just remember when you get home, grab your Bible and open to Mark 10. As I mentioned, you know, at this point, uh, Jesus is teaching crowds and he's do, teaching various things. And so in the midst of his teaching, um, individuals are coming up who want him to touch their children and bless them. And as I was looking into this, you know, because as Tammy said, we want to look at it in in the context of the time. And we're also looking at, okay, how does this apply to us today? And so as I was researching this passage and understanding the culture at the time, but most likely these parents were bringing their children forward because um, they were thinking that, well, if Jesus blessed their children, his blessing, that public blessing, would demonstrate that the children were worthy to be lifted out of their lowly state and recognized as heirs to the kingdom. And there was probably a lot of different dynamics, but when, you know, I was kind of looking into it, this is what... um, a lot of the commentaries, you know, were kind of explaining culturally what was happening. Why was it important to to bring those children forward? And so when we look at Jesus's ministry, you mean throughout his ministry, he gives recognition to the weak, to the young, to the powerless, you know, and at the same time that he does those, many times we see him rebuking those who are maybe more powerful but are really just trusting in themselves. So to me, that was something that I thought, hmm, maybe we need to think about that, especially in our society today. Most everybody trusts themselves. It's all about them. Um, So that might be something you might want to meditate on a little bit. But as we get back into the story of Mark 10, you know, they brought the children forward. The disciples tried to shoo them away. The teacher doesn't have time for these children. He's busy with other things, you know, and you can just hear that, right? Can't you hear it? And I'll be candid. I'll, I'll be tell the truth about myself. There are times in my life where I will not go to a ministry leader with a concern or a request or even for conversation because I think they are busy with other things. I'll be honest, I've, I've always done that in my church life. I'm like, I don't want to bother the pastor. I don't want to bother the teacher. And, you know, Jesus is saying, hang on, guys. You know, let me put a stop to that. So he did. He put a stop to it. And if you look in verse 14, he said, Allow the children to come to me. Do not forbid them, for the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. And so you might be questioning. We said we want to clarify some things about this. So you might be going, well, does this mean that Jesus thinks the children are perfect and sinless? And we've said this before. If you're a parent or a guardian to young children or a teacher to young children, I think you know that's not true. And um, But what Jesus is saying is that the kingdom of God is for all people. It's what Tammy said in our opening. You know, uh, God has called us all to be his holy and set-apart people, whether we are lowly and weak or we're strong and powerful in this world. We are all given the choice 
to be his people, to be in his family, right? I'm imagining, you know, his arms in pulling us all in as his family. So, you know, I'm going to pause there and give Tammy a a chance to comment. Tammy, what are you thinking? Mm -hmm. I like that big group hug. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I know. Think about that. God's got big arms, right? Yes. Wow. Wow. So, you know, it reminds me when we, we were, you gave this to me, we were looking at, I was looking at it, of the blind man. He was calling after Jesus and the crowd tried to stop him. Yes. You know, they did. and what did he do? He just called louder. You know, <laughs> he just louder. called louder. <laughs> right. And so the yeah. story tells us that what, how did Jesus react to this? Right. Well, Jesus stopped, mm-hmm. called the blind man to him, asked him what he wanted. And of course he wanted to sight. And you can read about this all in um, Mark chapter 10, talks about the story or whatever, you know, but he took the time to have this blind man come to him to do a good work, yeah. right? To give him the sight back, you know, and what is similar here is that the others thought, that's what I picked up, the others thought that they knew what was best for Jesus. There's a lot of people here would think they know what's best for me in my life or what's best for my children, especially my children. People love to give me advice on what's best for my children. Yeah. You know, but they were trying to think if they knew it was best for Jesus. I just imagine Jesus thought that, you know, they think they didn't know what's best for him. Because they didn't want the blind man to bother him or the little children to bother him. You know, but Jesus never seemed bothered by people wanting to go to him at all. He wanted to receive them all. He still does. Right, Joe? He does. He does. It's so beautiful, you know, because he's always there. He's always ready you know, to respond to you. It's like always. Um, I just love it. I just love it. So if we look at verse 15 in this passage, um, these are recording some more of Jesus's words. He goes on to say, truly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God, like a child will not enter it at all. And this goes back to what Tammy said. Um, you might be listening, going, what does this even mean? I came as an adult, as a Christian, but well, this is the core. Okay, so what does it mean to receive the kingdom of God like a child? And so you guys know I love um, imagery and painting mental pictures. So we're going to, I'm challenging you to use your imagination to help picture this. So I want you to imagine for a moment that you're giving a gift to a child in your life. Okay, you might have a child in mind or, you know, are they in your Sunday school class? You know, do you teach them something? How do they, this is a little child, how do they receive the gift? So I want you to think about it for a moment and just picture it in your mind. All right, do they question you about the gift and doubt that they're worthy to receive it? Hmm. Do they grab it and say, finally, I should have gotten this gift a long time ago because I deserve it? Or do they just open it with joy and thanksgiving, happy that they got it? It's like, oh, I got a present. I'm so happy, right? Well, children are not perfect and sinless. None of us are. But this passage tells us that the people most eligible to experience God's salvation and glory are the people who have no presumptions that they deserve the salvation and glory, right? And and that's who Christ was really talking to a lot in this day. There were people that he was dealing with that 
were lowly and suppressed. I don't deserve anything. And that's a, that's a, it can be a time of real self-focus, right? And he was also dealing with people who were like elevating themselves. You know, I deserve all the best seats in the house. Um, but we need, he, he basically is telling us, and I know it's taken me a long time to get to the point, but he was basically telling us that the people who we need to be like are these little kids who just grab the gift and we open it and we trust that it's for us and that it's okay for us to open it and take it out and just love it and enjoy it because the gift is him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm going to tell a little story here, Joe Heather. Joe Heather yeah. recently came up my way to do the, the conference, and um, she had her boys with her. And my um, my younger son got some gifts for them. Yeah. And as you were talking about, did they think that it's not for them? When he brought these boxes out, they thought the gifts were for the dog. <laughs> we, have, we have this cute little dog. They're like, did you get gifts for the dog? And I'm like, yeah. no. And then my son said, well, you don't want Legos? Legos? Whoosh! That's mine. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and just like you said, he reached out and took that stack of presents. That's for yes. me. You know, yes. and he, without question, he was like, mm-hmm. that's for me. Yes. And, um, <laughs> and it was so funny. It had me laughing so hard, but it brought back to my remembrance that, yeah. That's exactly that's it. Yeah. And you look mm-hmm. at salvation when it's offered to you. That's for me. Yes. That is for me. That's a personal gift for me, and I'm taking it. Amen. Amen. With that boldness. Amen. Yes. But yeah, I had to share that little story with people. That's perfect illustration. I know. It's perfect illustration. And it's just recent, too. Yeah. Yeah. So I think here it comes back to, like, having childlike faith. You know, adults, we Mm -hmm. we just really overcomplicate stuff. You know, many think that, like Joe was talking about, they're not worthy. You know, we also have to keep in mind that when we come to the kingdom of God and recognize him as our father, we're adopted into the beloved. Yes. Adopted, you ch- children are adopted, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's this simpleness, you know, of seeing God as our Father and us as His children. And I do. When I think about my relationship with the Lord, I have beautiful like thoughts of me as a child coming to Him, laughing with Him, He taking my hand and guiding me places and laughing with me and spinning me around. I've talked about that that vision before, yeah. and it's that childlike. Of going to him like that, you know, it's that intimacy. It, it, there's an intimacy, I think, mm-hmm. when you look at from a child's perspective to a father, that uh, adoringness. You know, I, is that even a word, Joe? Adoringness. Well, I just made it up. Yeah. Adoring. I adore him, yes. right? And yeah, as my father, and I come to him with that childlike faith. Yes. So very, very simple. Mm. So keep that in mind. But I'm going to take a break here and let you know that today's episode is sponsored by our very own Christian coach, Joe Heather Dotson. She's a coach and a thinking partner for individuals as well as ministry and business leaders. She also hosts her weekly points to ponder tips on Christian living. You can catch me every Tuesday on all your favorite social media platform. Um, I think it's on YouTube, it's on Instagram, it's on Facebook. Um, you can find out more about Joe Heather at yourchristiancoach.net. That's yourchristiancoach.net. Plus, if you want to, like we talked about this earlier, you want to be a sponsor of a future episode, we'd love to have you. You know, or if you want to feature your favorite ministry effort, maybe you're doing a fundraiser at church or something, you want to get the word out, contact us at loveandencouragement.com. That's awesome. So. Thank you, Tammy.
What do you think as we wrap up? What's the Holy Spirit bringing up for you, Tammy? Well, I know when I got saved, of course, I was a teenager at the time, but I was running the streets as a teenager, you know, I was, and, um, and so I guess I wasn't really feeling like a child. I was feeling more like I was an adult and knew it all. But when I came to God, I came to him on my knees, yeah. broken, mm -hmm. total willing. Mm -hmm. And I just asked him to hold me. Isn't that like a child to come in and say, just mm -hmm. hold me, yeah. God? Just hold me because I am just so broken inside. I am so, I, I don't even, I was repentant. I was more, I was so sorry for my life and everything that I had done. And I just came, just, all I have left is myself to offer. Yeah. Is that even good enough? And was it? Yes, it was. God Amen. snatched me up in a heartbeat. Right. I felt his arms wrap around me, love, you know, and I knew for the first time that I wasn't alone. I never would be again. That's right. And he told me, he spoke to me and said, I'll never leave you no matter what. That is coming to God as a child. Amen. Despite all my rough living, thinking I knew it all in the streets and everything else and all my drug problems and all that stuff didn't matter because when I came to him, I came to him, not like at, at the lowest level, but it's just at this total surrender of mm -hmm. who he is. He's, you're all I have left God to reach out for, you know, and he accepted that invitation, yeah. you know, and he did. He loved me like a father. He picked me up, yeah. dusted me off. I got work for you, team. I'm going to clean you up. I, <laughs> you got a lot to do, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and learning about Jesus and everything. And it's been a beautiful journey. But, yeah, that's how you come. You yeah. come to God that way. Mm -hmm. Not prideful, not like, you know, did I earn my way into heaven? I think that's an important thing. Yeah. No, I was not. I did not earn it. I wasn't. Mm -hmm. he, he loved me at my lowest point, my very lowest yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me, uh, I had a, a memory from my childhood. I may have shared it previously. And we were watching this movie at the church that I grew up in. And I still am not 100% sure of my age. But it was like I was watching, and in this depiction of Christ, they showed him scooping up a child as he's walking through the village, right? And they're just, you know, people are doing things. But it was something about that child and just, you know, being held by Christ that that touched my heart in a deep way. And like I've said before, I felt like it was that moment that I knew he was real. I knew this was a movie. But I knew in that moment it was real, and he loved me. Like, it was showing that embrace of the child. Mm -hmm. And it makes me think of some beautiful children that I know, you know, very vulnerable children, that when they feel afraid, they lean into that parent, right? They lean back. They grab those hands. I don't know if you've ever had this experience. A child, grab your hands. Pull them around them, and they're leaning into you because they just want that embrace. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, and that's it, right? It's a family relationship. It's a father adoring his children, and that's who you are, whether you've believed it about God or not, you know. Today, you know, we're talking about receiving the kingdom of God like a little child, you know. Just remember that gift image you know, when you're presented with a gift you don't deserve, how do you respond? 
are you grateful and unselfconscious or do you react in a different way? You know, I hope these questions are going to help you think about how you've responded to the opportunity to be a part of the family of God. You know, we talk a lot about the kingdom of God and that's a really big word. But today, you know, we're really focused on, we're really a family. It's a family of God. You're loved. You're cherished. And uh, we really want you guys thinking about that today. I want you meditating on that this week. So Tammy and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for joining us week after week. And, and we'll be back. We'll be back next week. And we'll continue to offer you words of encouragement that remind you of God's awesome love.